Hello, everybody. Welcome back. Happy holidays. Been three weeks. We us got heard about oh, it. Oh yeah, Merry Christmas. It's like the Christmas special. Oh yeah. Here at heard about it. Uh, mm-hmm. Thank you. We know it's been a while, but we're back. We're ready to record Finally a new episode. Back. Jason's not here with us, unfortunately. It's weird not seeing him across from me right now. <laughs> but uh, we're gonna have a little bit of a different episode. A lot happened in between these three it's, weeks. It's the Game Awards. Been Game the Awards happened. Thing. Uh, the day before that whole debacle <laughs> happened. Um, uh, what else? Uh, Alex Hirsch announced a new thing for Gravity Falls. We're gonna talk Which about. Is pretty interesting. We're very excited about. We're huge yes. Gravity Falls fans here. Oh, yeah. But we wanted to kick this off. It is Christmas. Oh, before we do, though, announcement that we have made, but we might oh, as well yes. just say it. So, well, first off, sorry about the no Game Awards stream. We couldn't yes. do that. That was just something there that was some didn't work out. We weren't able to do it. And But to make it up to you, we have a Lethal Company stream tomorrow. If you're watching the day this come out, it's coming out tomorrow yes. at 7 p.m. Central. So, so Wednesday, 7 p.m. Central. 7 p.m. And there's announcements. I it was 6.30 Central. Is it 6.30? 6.30 Central. And we oh, have sure. an official post. Check oh, our community post, uh, but we're pretty sure it's, it's 6.30 on Twitter, Central. It's on Instagram. It's everywhere where you can find us. But heard no, it's going to be... Uh, what is it? Twitch.tv slash Twitch, heard uh, about it. Heard uh, underscore about underscore, underscore it. it. <laughs> underscore live. Yes. Um, yeah. It's going to be on our <laughs> Twitch channel, uh, Heard About It Live. We're going to be... It's going to be us two. It's going to be our good friend, Kieran. And it's going to be Chris Balicious. <laughs> will be joining mm-hmm. us. It'll be my first time playing Lethal Company. Me too. I've seen uh, a lot of clips of it, so I I'm going in relatively blind. I've not seen extended gameplay. But Kieran's only seen y'all know Kieran. He's been on the Kieran podcast has been before. On one episode. Two. Two? Yeah. He's been on two. two. But um he, lose he was our audio producer when Jason couldn't make it. Yes. Uh and he's seen one clip that I showed him, I'm pretty sure that's it. And then Chris Belicious has actually played it. He's the played game. it. He's a huge fan. So it's a very exciting. Um I know. I'm like partly scared. But I've been playing so much Alan Wake too. I think I'm ready for a horror experience. Like <laughs> yes. I, I feel like I've I've been I've been whipped into shape uh, by that game. Um, anyway, cool. uh, since it is the holidays, we can get started. We thought it'd be fun if we both shared our three favorite Christmas movies and talk about our favorite Christmas movies. I to kick this off. Uh, so Jackson, do you want to go first, or do you want me to go first? You go ahead. I'm right. still thinking about my third. Thinking. So. I, these are definitely in. These aren't in an order, but I have three definitely. So I think first I got to say Elf, which I know is basic, but Elf is so good. It's we watched it last night with my family, and it. I mean, it's just one of those movies that really benefits from Will Ferrell's performance. Mm-hmm. Like, just he sells it all the way. He's one of those actors that like will always commit no matter what's happening, mm-hmm. and he just commits, and. And John Favreau's direction, like kind of making it feel like the classic Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer is really good. It's just like a really good movie. And then second, uh, hate to stir up some controversy on this channel, Uh-oh. but my second favorite, I have to say Die Hard. This has heard about its official Die stance Hard on Die Hard. Die Hard is a Christmas movie. It is a Christmas movie. 100%. It is 100%. And there's no getting around that. That is the official statement. And we don't care what controversy that brings. Die Hard is a fantastic christmas holiday action movie yes it's great action great one-liners and like there's so much christmas in it like it's, there is it's yeah. i mean there's so many like they're at a christmas party there's the great line it is christmas it is the season of miracles so many great lines in that film it's for sure a christmas movie uh and then my third uh is actually a christmas story uh mm. it's my it's probably my favorite Not a christmas huge fan movie of, of that time. one it's I just like it. I think there's a lot of good gags and I it's, think it's it's very nostalgic for yeah, me. No. Um I didn't watch it until I was older, so yeah. Uh but you know, the pole, <laughs> the lily. And then also 
I watched the sequel they did last year, and it actually wasn't that bad of a sequel. I was surprised. It wasn't a terrible movie. There was a sequel? Yeah, it's called. It's about Ralphie as an adult called huh. Christmas Story Christmas, and it's pretty good. Oh, another thing we forgot to mention. If you're a visual listener, visual, I don't know how to say that, person who watches the show, there we go, you'll notice there's a mat on the table. Oh, now. yeah. Forgot we so added that. New. Yeah. This is from, uh, from from LTT stores. Thank you, Linus. He sent it. No, I'm kidding. Uh, he doesn't. <laughs> we are know not who sponsored are, by Linus. Yeah, but we don't. very, very good. I can't even call it a mouse pad anymore. It's just yeah. a desk mat. You know? And what's the big thing? Like it was the same. Can, same price for all the different sizes. Which I think this is, is like incredible. The one. That's an amazing product that they could make it. Like you just buy any size you want. It's like and McDonald's with their drinks. Theoretically, the studio should sound a little better, especially if if you have an ear for audio. Um, but it should sound relatively similar. Oh, because it's... Yeah, because it's yeah. instead of bouncing off yeah. the table, it's being absorbed. I didn't think about that. But yeah. Right? And now we can play live streams, which um, the Lethal Company live stream won't be streamed from this room because yes. it's an online game. It's going to be... I will be in my house. Everyone yeah. will be separated, but you will hear me. Um, I yeah. may record... Uh, Chris Belicious may record his parts. I may record Try my parts. To do that as well. um, so... Yeah. Anyways, three yes. best Christmas movies for yes. me. You go. I, I gotta say, number one, Polar Express. Polar Express. I love that Great. movie. It's so cool. I I think the uh, the motion capture is actually really cool. Yes, it's a it's a cool movie. And it's then a cool movie. following up to that, I gotta say, Christmas Carol from Disney. Jim Carrey. The Jim Carrey Christmas Carol. Also really another good. motion capture. Yeah. Also same, motion capture. Same, same director, I think. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Very good as well. Um, for the third one. Man, I don't know. I'd probably Elf. Elf. You pick Elf. Elf it's yeah. just so funny. I mean, I gotta tell you, since Reagan, sorry, my sister has already done this. Um, we can bleep that out. That's yeah, fine. Doesn't really matter. I don't <laughs> no. think she cares. Yeah. Uh, my sister, she was messing with Walker the other day, uh, oh. and she was saying Elf is the worst <laughs> movie of all time. My dad has been telling me to do this on the podcast with Jason since she's already done it. I can't do it to you because yeah. you'll know the bit already. Uh, but he's like. Get Jason and you to, to just start, start saying Elf movie. and come up with these like horrible reasons as to why, just to make it you really mad. Which out. would have been really funny, but as my sister, she's already done the bit, so uh, it would have fallen through. Right. You know what Christmas movie I was I haven't seen? There's some Christmas movies I actually haven't seen yet that I really want to this year, which is Spirited with Will Ferrell and Ryan Reynolds. I've never seen it. Oh, that's like the modern Christmas Carol. That's yeah, that was the Apple TV one. Apple TV. Yeah. And then I've never seen Adam Sandler's Eight Crazy Nights, which is his animated Hanukkah comedy that's PG-13. <laughs> oh. It's like, I think you've seen, have you seen the bum, beady, beady, bum? Oh, yeah. Meme? It's yeah. that. Uh, so I really want to watch that movie for the first time. Uh, are you watching any, any new Christmas movies? No? Mm, I don't think so. No. Just watching all the old ones. Just, just my family watches Polar Express each year on Christmas Eve. Oh, that's nice. I do. I try to watch Christmas Story on Christmas Eve, so that's mm. my big thing. Um, yeah. Anyway, uh, comment. Oh, what's your favorite Christmas movies? Audio listeners, since you can't see it, there's also lights, like Christmas lights. Well, in the we background. don't have to tell them. Now well, they feel well. left out. Well, they could have just gone on not they, knowing. They, they know when they listen. They are left out. You know, <laughs> okay. that's like a thing. That's anyway, if you're on YouTube. <laughs> Why don't you go ahead and comment down and tell us what your favorite Christmas movie is, what y'all like to watch what? during the holidays. Um, is Die Hard a Christmas oh. movie? Yes or no? We should if, put a poll. if you're on Apple Podcasts, you could 
leave a review saying what's your favorite Christmas movie? Preferably song? with five stars. <laughs> or three. Or three. Not, or four. Not, not four, not two, not one. Three or five only. Really? Enough. <laughs> Why? It's like, okay. Um, right. Anyway, we thought that'd be a fun way to start it because we aren't doing any games. No uh, games. So we thought today. we'd do something fun to talk about our movies. Jason's but not here. our first big headline, which I have here since Jason's not here, uh, Alex Hirsch the creator of Gravity Falls, is releasing a new Gravity Falls book from Bill yeah. Cipher's perspective that's for an older audience. Should other properties follow suit and mature with their audiences? So the new book, it's called Book of Bill, comes out next July, and it's basically going to be like, it looks kind of like the journal. There's okay. going to be pictures and stuff and different entries, but it's all written by Bill. So this could be good. I hope he doesn't try to let us sympathize with the villain. Yes. Especially as Bill just being like just this evil no. person, you know? Yes. It's like, Bill is like a pure I think that's one of the beneficial like one of the things that's so great about Gravity Falls is Bill Cipher, the villain, is just such a purely evil mm-hmm. villain. And so Yeah, because he has said it's gonna be about his origin, it's gonna be about some Pines family secrets that we don't know about. Hmm. It's kind of it's kind of like a Bill Cipher tells all book hmm. in the Gravity Falls universe. Uh but I do think, though, with the older audience, because Bill Cipher, even in the context of the show, was already a much darker character. Oh, yeah. And so I think he's re- he realized, if I really want to give people a Bill-centered story, it has to be darker and more mature. Mm-hmm. I think he just understood that. So I'm glad Disney is letting him do this. I was honestly surprised. Does Disney own the rights to Gravity Falls? Yeah, this is a Disney book. Like Disney wow. is publishing this book. And they're saying it's like that's surprising. Seventeen up, I think, or fifteen to seventeen up. It's like four teenagers. Wow. Uh, but I feel like that's a good decision, uh, especially with the audience. It's like yeah, because they're older. Yeah. I was, I guess I was like twelve. Yeah. Or no, I think much younger than that. I think I was very young when the mm-hmm. show first aired and loved it. And you know, I still love it. And now I'm, you know, nineteen. Mm-hmm. Uh, I care about my age. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> Wait, 19. Uh, I don't need to dox that. Nah. Age doesn't dox me. Yeah, no. It, it doesn't. doesn't. I'm 19. I feel like it'd be cool to watch. You know, Are but, you 19? Yeah. You didn't know this? I thought you were 18. No, I'm a year older than you. We talked about this. I'm not 18. Yes, you are. No, I'm not. Oh, that's right. I get to. Well, I think you're 18, Walker. No, I'm 19. Are you sure? Okay, he's gaslighting me, and we're going to go <laughs> no, off. Are you sure? Yes. You were born in 2005, right? Yes. April 22nd. You should be 18. I'm 19. Wait. No, I'm not. <laughs> Why did I think I was 19? No, wait. Hold on. You're 18. No, 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 that's 18. No, but I... No, you're Am 18. I going crazy? You're going... What did you do this morning? My goodness. I don't know where I got that. I'm going to be 19 at a certain point. In, what the heck? In four months. I don't know how that happened in my brain. That's why I was so confused. I'm like, aren't you 18? I don't know. Yeah, because you're 17. Yeah. Okay. Why did I think I skipped a year? That's weird. Okay. Whatever. Uh, that was bad. Um, he gets his own age. That's, it happens to all of us. Hold on. Okay. No, I got to think about this. You're 18. My only, no. 
It's been two years since my 18th this birthday. This goes down in the history of Taika Wadi Wadi. Taika Wadi Wadi. I gotta figure this out. Okay. It's not that complicated. You're 18. No. <laughs> Do you just believe you're 19? What? I'm so confused right now. I thought I must be going crazy. How long did you think you were 19? I thought I turned for some reason in my brain. I was like, I turned. I just because I'm so used to saying, oh, I'm going to be 19 at the end of like this. And then I'm like, I'm so used to saying that. I just think I caught up with me. (laughs) This is going to be very embarrassing when this. Oh, it's going to be. I'm 18. So your group chat is gonna go. Insane. I'm an adult, so you know that means <laughs> that Gravity, Gravity Falls. Falls has aged with me. Yeah, and I'm glad that's aged with. But like you know, I think Adventure Time they've been doing a little bit of that. Yeah, we're gonna go. We're back to the main I subject. Know, I know, I know. Avatar, I think, is doing a little bit of that. You know, they're doing that movie, uh, Avatar: Last Airbender. Uh, they're doing that movie where the characters are now the live action tv show there's live action tv show and then they're also doing a movie animated movie where all the characters are adults Mm. um so i think it's cool i mean i think you got to be careful though because you can age it out you know into a new age group and i think Mm -hmm. you can really easily lose what made whatever you're doing special Mm -hmm. you know and so it's got to be it's got to be a weird balance where you still have to maintain the heart of the show which yeah. i feel like a lot of shows like the heart of it comes from it's big for kids yeah like avatar like it's a popular show among adults and kids mm-hmm. and i think the reason it's such a charming show is because it has a lot of kid energy if you try to age it out and you lose that you lose what makes yeah. that show so special i could see that uh did you like the first book like the journal Journal number three is an amazing book. I it was, it was so cool to read as a Gravity Falls fan. It was really cool. I was really upset, though, because only certain people got the black... Like, they only made so many blacklight oh, copies. Oh, there were blacklight yeah, copies? Yeah, but they were, like, limited. Like, it was so... Uh, there was a thing after the show ended. Alex Hirsch did this really fun nationwide scavenger hunt where people could find... Try to look for the cypher statue oh, and left clues oh, over on the internet. Yeah. And if you... Like, the people that found it early on got exclusive copies of Blacklight. Oh, that's um, cool. That's really cool. Yeah, so... It's got to be hard to read. Like, just, like, or just, like, hurt your eyes with the constant black light trying to read that entire thing. Yeah. You know? It's cool, though, because I remember I got my copy. It's like, I wonder. And then I was like, oh. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that's sad. No, but that's I don't exciting. think I've tried it on mine. Probably doesn't work. Probably got, not. Mine's actually busted. Like, it's, like, all the pages have fallen out of the spine. That's what it's supposed to do. That's what happened in the show. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, well, no, it's just a faulty. I know. I know. Just... <laughs> Wait. Just blame it on the the cannon. Oh no, it's meant to do that. <laughs> it's like okay, probably Disney's excuse. Yeah, probably. Um, no, that's a very exciting, and I think I think you know other properties have done that. I think iCarly didn't they try to what? do an adult TV show? Oh yeah, they did. Yeah, they did. Which they I did heard was like they five. didn't even have. Uh, well, they canceled it after they, two seasons. Yeah, they didn't have the second main character. Oh, they did. Her name was that. That wouldn't work. Yeah, so yeah. it was literally just Carly and the other yeah. her brother Spencer, and oh, what is his name? The the friend that's the boy and his mom is like super strict is that the know. guy with the ostrich the boy? no i think that was is that on carly no what's the one with the meme where the guy's feeding the not an ostrich what is it what is he feeding you know what i'm talking about no i think it's like carly but it's a meme 
and they're like, "What are you doing?" And it's the guy, Spencer, that's probably Spencer. I don't know. I've never watched. That I show, love so. that show. That was a great show. <laughs> um, Sam was the girl that wasn't in it. Okay, she was the blonde one. Because then she's spun off into Sam and Cat. I know yeah. that. See, yeah. I'm learning. I'm remembering where the dots connect. Mm-hmm. And anyway. I think there was like a Victoria crossover. And I don't. I, anyway, d- yeah. Nickelodeon and Disney Channel shows, live action sitcoms were a weird era. Hey, yes. That's what we could do a whole episode on this. We could, we could. Anyway, but no, very exciting. We're very excited to see what Alex Hirsch does with this. And it's always great when he's at the helm of these. You know, he wrote all of Lost Legends, which was the four part like graphic novel short stories he wrote in Gravity Falls, and they were all amazing. Uh, so I'm excited to see what he does with the Bill Cipher stuff. Yeah, it'll be interesting. Anyways, anyway, next topic. Next topic. Uh, the day before went from one of the most wishlisted oh, games on yeah. Steam to one of the worst releases of all time that has resulted in developers' fantastic closure. Is that how you pronounce it? No, it's weirdly idea. spelled. It doesn't matter at this point. Yeah, they're close. Doesn't to... matter. <laughs> what does this story say to the rest of the industry? So, oh my goodness, no, this is this, this is, is one of the craziest stories I think I've seen ever. So day before so, was like it was like anticipated for what? How many years? A few years, right? Know. They were promoting this game. Yeah, I've never heard about it until now. Oh really? I've heard about it? <laughs> um, but no, I think this is the this is the inevitable kind of cause of. There's been a trend ever since internet has become mainstream like wi-fi has become mainstream to where game developers can release this not fully patched not fully finished game and just patch it later yeah like just to get released i don't but i don't think even like this is because just building more and more like more like we see cyber cyberpunk right so but i don't think this was even that like i don't think this was even like oh it's an unfinished game I think just the inherent design of the game was terrible. Um, I hope it shows like to the rest of the gaming industry, like this can't be a thing yeah. where like we gotta actually do work. Like, IGN <laughs> gave it a one out of ten, which is and unbearable. The day before is easily one of the worst games I've ever played to the point where I'm afraid to continue running it on my PC. Like it was, and I think Oof. it's one of those things where. This is a it was an open world online zombie shooter. Yeah. All right. And this is one of those things where you can't just make an open world game and expect it to be good. Yeah. It's one of the in open world games need to figure out how to make it interesting. Breath of the Wild fix that. But here's my thing. Starfield is a perfect example. Day Before is a perfect example. A lot of these games, like Day Before and Starf- Starfield's a better game, obviously. Day Before was worse. You're just walking around a, like where these like empty areas, and you're just mm-hmm. looting, and then you occasionally fight some stuff. Yeah. That's terrible game design. It is horrible. Inherently. So why is like Spider-Man and Spider-Man 2, why are those fun games to explore? Mm-hmm. Because it has a fun method of traversal. Well, yeah, that. But also Spider-Man had a problem towards like, go to this location to be able to like continue something right yes. instead of just finding it yourself whereas breath of the wild you know you had yes. which it's a lot easier like i can understand it would be harder to do it in spider-man but breath of the wild is a lot easier because you had these like crazy looking like shrine things that looked yes. nothing that looks so out of place that was like i'm gonna go there that yes. looks interesting which yep. is why breath of the wild is so important to the open world because that changed it forever saying like 
you have to come find these things to be able to do it. Instead, we're going to tell you where it is. And then, yes. We'll and there's it. still waypoints in Breath of the Wild. Like, yeah. You could turn them off and you don't really need them. Like, yeah. Like, you could naturally, like, I've, I mean, there's a lot of points in, when you're playing Breath of the Wild or Tears of the Kingdom where you're walking around and you see something. You're like, oh, I'm going to go there. You don't even have a waypoint. Turns out you're advancing the main story. Yeah. Like, and you just didn't realize it. So, but I think, you know, Breath of the Wild, they spread their content out. Uh, other open world games, they put stuff interesting in between your way to a location. Mm-hmm. You know, like Man No Man's Sky, it's these cool areas. Like Day Before is a perfect example of just like, yeah, I get what they were going for. Kind of like, oh, it's an apocalyptic world, so it's yeah. empty and barren. That's cool. That's not fun, you know? Yeah. It can be cool, but it's not fun to play. And no, I feel no. like that's what people need to remember is, People play games because they are fun to play, not because you have created... At the end of the day, that's why people play them. Yeah. It's fun to play. Like, even Last of Us, it could be this amazing story, but at a certain point, you know, it wouldn't be as popular if it wasn't backed up by some pretty solid third-person shooting, Yeah, in my opinion. Because I think it works great as a third-person shooter. Uh, you know, it's not, like, amazing, but it's still a fun thing to do. As they canceled the multiplayer. <laughs> you know? this like yeah. previous week but yeah um it's it's such a wild story no. and, and also i think it shows new developers like if you could if you could see that your game that you were making wasn't going isn't going in the right direction don't be afraid to cancel it yeah like like or like completely re- like metro prime 4 great example they've re- redone it probably so many times at this point i don't know uh, we don't have no idea what met- happened to metro prime 4 because nintendo decided we're starting from scratch and you know yeah. we don't even know if this is a game that's still getting made because <laughs> nintendo understands you know it's not worth it to put out a faulty it's more worth it to not put out a product than to put out a faulty product yeah you know so i feel like fantastic if i'm pronouncing their name right whatever i feel like they should have at a certain point looked at the development of day before and said do we want to release this you know like is Mm -hmm. this fun and at a certain point i think you get to well we've created all this hype and you know people are really excited for this so maybe if we just try harder we can get it to work and it's like at the end of the day it's not how it works you know there has to if there's an inherent flaw in your game there's nothing you can do to fix that Mm -hmm. and it was and the fact that the entire uh, publisher or whatever they're the called. The studio is Fantastic. completely closed. Everyone's gotten refunds. I saw a Steam review. I was just curious looking at this research again. Someone said the fact that Steam has allowed people to get refunds no matter the time played. Because usually they have a policy of yeah, two hours. Like two hours. If you played it more than two hours, you can't get a refund. Steam and Valve have totally ignored that rule for day before because they understand how bad of a game that is they're saying anyone could get refunds for this because the publisher is letting everyone get refunds i mean it's truly a that is horrible situation and i remember it was i think this year way earlier this year they did release a gameplay trailer and even when that came out everyone was like you just showed 30 minutes of a character who shot maybe five zombies in the (laughs) course of 30 minutes of gameplay like, yeah, it was I've really sad to see. Yeah, that's that's wild, man. No, I think it's probably the, one of the craziest stories it's in be gaming one of the history. Like past yeah. ten years, like if you thought like cyberpunk was bad, 
Yeah, and Cyberpunk the, though was able to. It was still like salvage. It was yeah, salvageable. Yeah, Day Before They're was making money now. so like because Cyberpunk was like glitchy and super buggy. It still made a ton of money. Like it was still like people were like, oh, you know, I'm sure this will be good eventually. People saw Day Before and said, I'm never playing this game again. Yeah, you know? so bad. It's horrible. I kind of want to get. Well, can you even get it? No, anymore? Steam. That's another thing. You, it's. I think they pulled it from storefronts. Mm. Like that and they were hard. charging how much? Seventy dollars, probably. I think it was like a full game. Yeah. yeah. Wow. It was. Wild. It was a mess. So, don't do game industry. Don't do what day before did. Oh, I, I think you're just gonna say. Lesson. I thought you're just gonna say, don't do game industry. <laughs> don't do it. Don't do it. That's all we have to say. All yeah. right. Well, uh, that leads us. To that leads the us to our main topic topic we wanted to talk about game awards the game awards yeah. i got all their, the the yeah, winners so i got all the winners and announcements here because we wanted to talk about them the big one which was no surprise game of the year was in fact Baldur's gate 3 mm-hmm. um not a lot of surprise i wouldn't say not a ton of surprise i do think it was it was it would have been a surprise if it was anyone else besides Baldur's gate 3 yeah or tears of the kingdom yes uh, which I still think, you know, Game Awards, it's still a big deal. It is just one of the many publications and groups that ranks them. Tears of the Kingdom actually made IGN's best of 2023 list over mm. Baldur's Gate 3. Who did IGN put as the Game of the Year for them? That's what I just said, Tears of the Kingdom. Oh, you said made the list, sorry. I thought you were... I said they, like, made the list of best over Baldur's Gate 3, oh, which okay, was a surprise. Okay. And then, uh... Alloway 2 came home with three awards yeah uh, which i think i started it so good of the three they of the three they won they were the most deserved it was best narrative because it's remedy they know how to handle narrative best game mm-hmm. direction of course because sam lake is amazing mm-hmm. uh and audio uh no art direction which, which is i cool. was kind of surprised of i feel like tears of the kingdom you know it's got that really cool art yeah and stuff. um i just think who else is nominated for that award do you know who else's art, art direction? direction yeah. I could pull it up. Uh, Hi-Fi Rush makes sense. Lies yeah. of P, Tears of the Kingdom, and then Mario Bros. Wonder. Wonder. Uh, which Wonder had a really had cool art really direction cool. with the more, it kind of felt yeah. like a modernized version of the Mario Brothers 3 art, which was mm-hmm. really cool. Uh, yeah. Final Fantasy 16 won scored music, which was pretty surprising, I think. Yeah. And look, Final Fantasy music is always amazing. Don't get me wrong. I've never listened to it. It's just... It's, you know, we talked about it. They really, it's, it sounds very much like the same soundtrack every game where like a hi-fi rush did this cool thing with like garage rock and Tears mm-hmm. of the Kingdom had Zelda musics. Uh, yeah. The only thing with, like the Zelda music is really good. It's very subtle, which is yes. good because that's what it yes. fits. So it's not like yeah. this amazing yeah. soundtrack like and the main theme yeah. for the trailer is really good but know? remedy like reached out for like these up-and-coming underground artists to write songs for alan wake oh, so wow. i'm surprised they didn't win because that was a cool so every time you end a chapter in alan wake 2 it plays an original yeah. song which is really cool should i watch through the entire thing i've the, kind of been skipping. i've I listened skipped. to this i like it i've listened to like half of it at least for the first one a cyberpunk won best ongoing game, which I think was a big deal. You know, yeah. that was very much a big moment for them to say, hey, we made it, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it's been a long time coming, but that was a big deal. Uh, sea of Stars won best indie game. Pizza Tower, I talked about this, did not win anything, which I think is such a crime. Um, yeah. I um, mean. I still haven't played it. 
but I don't get it. I, I really don't get it. I, I the fact that it wasn't even nominated for best indie game and they didn't win either best indie game or best debut indie game. It was one of the best two D platformers of all time. Had a banger soundtrack and a really cool art correction. And it was like the studio's first game and they spent 10 years on it basically 10 years like they, i don't think it was 10 but they okay, spent like, like years on it like it was a long time yeah. of slow development to make sure it was like perfect but if we want to talk about games not winning we gotta talk about yes, spider-man we do have to talk about that spider-man 2 not winning anything they won they got six seven nominations i think it was seven yeah. seven nominations didn't win a single award but I mean that just shows you and we talked about this that shows you how good of a year how good of a year it is if a game like Spider-Man 2 doesn't can't win anything yeah. because an any other year that's a Cody. What one sound design? What one I want that was Hi-Fi Rush. Oh okay. because it that was makes a, sense, yeah. it was really good. Hi-Fi Rush I'm glad won an award because it was a really really I always forget I played it this year and then I'll remember <laughs> I'll be like oh that was such a fun game. Yeah. This is a really cool I'm surprised it didn't get nominated for art direction or did it? Did I say it, it did. won? Yeah. It did. Okay. It would have been cool if it had won because it's a really cool uh, art. Is cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you were talking about uh, how Hi-Fi Rush had the thing to where they, oh, what was it called? Uh, where they switched the music to uncopyrighted music. Oh yes. Super- Spider-Man has the same thing. That's cool. Yeah. For you screaming it. Um, and then I think they did that with Guardians of the Galaxy because they had like Star oh, Wars yeah. mixtape. They switched. Yeah. They made. And then Zelda won Best Action Adventure, which I'm glad it won something. You know, if it wasn't going to win Game mm-hmm. of the Year, uh, at least it won. I'm really sorry. My nose is stopped up, so I'm struggling to breathe here. <laughs> uh, but I'm glad it won Action Adventure because it definitely deserved that. I mean, mm-hmm. it's weird to call it Action Adventure. Like, I guess that's what it is. But, you know, Tears of the Kingdom is so much more than that, I feel like. Very much so. Is there but a... I, uh puzzle award for game awards see they have like the weirdest like because they can't go through so many i wish categories. jeff would expand the, the diversify the categories yeah because i feel like he has to put like rpg action adventure like like the fact that there's not a best horror genre and so like out like just get thrown into the action adventure genre oh wow is weird that is weird so i feel like there's they have these very broad genres which prevent i feel like everyone from having a good chance at winning in yeah. their field so yeah. um Baldur's Gate 3 won best rpg no surprise there of course uh, how many did they win i want to say I don't know, but they won a lot seven, of awards. I mean, six. Jeff said, Jeff said, Baldur's Gate 3 is the big winner tonight every time. I think by like the fourth award. They like kept winning. They yeah. won like three straight at one point. And he was like, man. Crazy. Uh, you want to talk about the, the <laughs> guest appearances? Because that was kind of crazy. Who was the guest appearance? Jordan Peele. Oh, that's a We'll get to the announcements, but uh, we can talk about that. Jordan Peele was there. Anthony Mackie, Anthony Mackie, Timothy Chalamet, uh, Matthew McConaughey. What was he there for? He was there at the beginning, like the very beginning. Is he in a new game or something? Yeah, or? he's in this new like space game that looks better than Starfield. Oh, oof. So, and then oh, C.B. Lee is there. Yeah, he was there. Um, who else yeah. was there? Uh, those are all the esports things. We don't care about that. Uh, <laughs> Final Fantasy VII Rebirth got most anticipated game. No surprise there. People love the remake project. What is it? It is the second installment in the Final Fantasy VII remake project. Oh, okay. So, the first game 
they did Final Fantasy VII Remake. You know, it's just a third of the game, mm-hmm. the original game. So Rebirth is, I think, like the next third, and they're going to do a trilogy. Yeah. So um, it beat out Hades 2, surprisingly, and Tekken 8. And then the new Like a Dragon. And then Star Wars Outlaws. But I don't think Star Wars Outlaws is going to be good. It could be good. It could be, but, but Ubisoft. It, yeah, it is Ubisoft. Ubisoft. Never a good name. Anyway, <laughs> no. those were all the big uh, uh, wins. Not a lot of surprises there. I mean. Mm-hmm. It all makes sense. Yeah. I mean, it was just a great year. And so it was really great to see all these games get recognized that deserve recognition. Mm-hmm. I do want to talk about how they're cutting the winners off with yes. such a sp- short speech that was time. really bad like 30 seconds is all they get basically yeah I, i'm and sure you all kicked about off this. the stage by music yeah. it's... winners got played off after 30 seconds with the timer and understandably and jeff i think even announced we'll give them more time next year that was pretty bad overreacting to last year's oh, acceptance speech by oh, christopher, christopher judge yeah christopher judge's seven minute accepted speech for best performance seven minute so they were like okay we got to police this somehow and then they were like 30 seconds the the best thing that came out of that though was when he was presenting the first Uh, award this year he goes he he starts talking about his speech or he just starts he starts talking but then they start playing music trying to kick him off he's like like, like, oh no 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 don't do that again it's like fun fact about my speech last year my eight minute speech was longer than this year's call of duty campaign and Activision's there. Yeah, like the Activision <laughs> people are there. Oh, that's so funny. It's like, that's another company that I'm not working for. Oh, hold on. Let me. I missed the. Uh, I had all the announcements pulled up. I'm sorry, oh. guys. How dare you? It uh, was a good show, there though. Go. It was a great it. show. And, you know, as always, they had really great announcements. And I really yeah. think Jeff has gotten to the point where he is the next E3, especially oh, considering yeah. E3, E3 is, is officially, officially canceled, canceled yeah, forever. forever. So. Sadly, uh, but it makes sense. New Monster Hunter was a big deal, which I've never played the Monster Hunters. I've never, I don't get yeah. the big deal behind the Monster Hunters. People love them. Yeah. And, you know, I get it. I what wanna... was the game that, was that Monster Hunter that collabed with Apex? Yes. Okay. That's... There's a lot of Monster Hunter stuff. They did a new mobile game, too, oh. that's kind of like Pokemon Go. Oh. But I get it. Like, it's cool. You get to fight a giant monster with a giant sword. So I get the appeal, no. but it's just kind of like, okay. Yeah. And then, of course, we talked about it. Hideo Kojima finally revealed his Xbox project, which looks which is weird. absolutely it's terrifying. It, I mean, yeah. It, they just showed two faces, and that's about it. So, three faces. Three faces. It's like, But it looks like, like everything. It looks like the most Kojima project ever. Yeah. And the fact that he's working with Jordan, Jordan Peele, Peele is, is going to be amazing. And it's under 105. That was MetaHuman's. Right oh, there. Really? Yeah, it says. No, those game. are. I mean, those are actors. Those no. are those motion, it's motion capture, on those people. Well, it's using the metahuman technology okay. through under yeah. But it's gonna be really cool. Um, so at, like the end of it, um, it said like metahuman. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, they'll use metahuman. Uh, but under five, looking crazy. I mean, a lot of people have talked about. You know, it's called OD. People are like. Very similar to his PT. the name of PT, which was his original horror project he was going to do with Konami. And people have noticed a lot of similarities. So people are wondering, is this just Kojima's idea for PT now in a new form? Which would be really exciting considering people consider PT to be the what, scariest like one game of the greatest, yeah. like one of the greatest horror experiences ever. And so if we just get PT with a collab for Jordan Peele. I'm shocked it's not on PlayStation. 
I get it though. I mean, he wanted to work with Xbox wanted to work with him. You know, I think I think Xbox is gonna benefit from having oh, a Kojima 100%. exclusive. Oh, I yeah. Mean, yeah. Because originally PT was a PlayStation exclusive. Yeah. Well you know? it was Konami and so I think Konami had a close relationship with I mean, Kona, like Kojima has always had a close relationship with PlayStation because mm-hmm. Konami has with the Metal Gear Solid games. Yeah. And once he was fired from Konami and he went off on his own, he felt like he could shop around. Which That's good for him. Uh, did he get fired or did he leave? He got fired. Oh, yeah. It was it was not a good. If y'all don't know that story, Kojima after uh, making like an amazing game with Metal Gear Solid Five, and after PT got canceled, they fired him because he was going over budget and ignoring like basically just ignoring their request. Despite I think Metal Gear Solid Five selling like fifty million copies yeah. or something, like and winning an award at the Game Awards, mm-hmm. he was fired and was not allowed to accept any awards. Wow. Yeah. It was not a good... And then he went and made Death Stranding. Yeah. And then became, which, like, critically Which acclaimed. that's... Did you hear about that? Oh, A24 is doing, doing the Death, a, Stranding Death Stranding movie, movie. which is going to be good. Uh, why does... Why do I feel like Brad Pitt needs to play him? He looks very similar. Or you could... Well, it's not going to be, like, a direct adaptation, oh, he said. Okay. And they could always just get the actor that plays... Who's directing it? I don't know yet. I'm sure they're very early in development. So if it's Jordan Peele directing it, that'd be... <laughs> Yeah, uh, the God of War Ragnarok got like a roguelike DLC, which looks very exciting. I'm still playing through the main story, so I haven't gotten to that yet. But that mm-hmm. will be exciting. That looks really cool. The Arcane's Blade looks really good. Yes, I mean we only got a cinematic, but I mean Arcane, the way they design Deathloop, yeah, I and think Dishonored, will, Dishonored will work well with Blade's very kind well of character Blade. and combat. Yeah. So very, that'll like, be very exciting. This to like fast paced but yet stealthy at the same yes. style, so same time. That'll be really good. Um, Sega kind of just dropped. I think that was the biggest one, even though it was like thirty seconds. Sega announced a new Jet Set Radio. I think we remember this: Golden Axe, Crazy Taxi. What were the other ones? Uh, Shinobi, and I'm gonna remember it. It was Jet Set Radio, Golden Axe, Shinobi. A bunch of like legacy franchises, basically. Uh, they're resurrecting them, which is a big deal. And they just I announced like Crazy Taxi. five games all at yeah. once. And they were like, "Oh yeah, these are all in development," which Kind of a big like mic drop from Sega in the middle of <laughs> yeah. the show. Uh, oh, yes. Streets of Rage. They're getting like a third person beat em up. Oh, so nice. we're getting two a beat em up, a hack and slash. Jet Set Radio is like a weird parkour platformer. Mm. Um, Interesting. So. I barely know any Sega games. Yeah. No Man's Sky developer did uh, showed off Light No Fire, which I think looks so very the DLC? promising. No, it's oh, a, it's new, a game. new game. Ooh. So it is. You know, No Man's Sky is all about like it this was, massive universe. It was a bad game when it came out. Yes, it is. But now it has amazing. gotten so much better. I'm actually trying gone. to get it for Christmas, so oh, nice. I'm probably gonna start playing it. But Light No Fire, they're focusing on one procedurally generated, excuse me, Earth, and so it looks more. It's more fantasy, mm-hmm. and so, oh gosh, <laughs> uh, it looks really good. The trailer they showed off, it was all in game. You know, it looked really promising. You can ride dragons around, and there's like. They oh. described it at the awards. The director, like, it's the first true open world game. He's like, there are, it's like, you know, he'd made the joke. He said, there are mountains that you can truly climb. You know, oh. if you know that famous line from Todd Howard, see those mountains, you can climb them. Uh, Did, no, I don't know. Uh, well, there's what's a, the context? 
So when he was showing off Skyrim for the first time, he like he was showing like some gameplay, and he like said, "See those mountains in the distance? You can climb them." And that's kind of become the tagline for what open world games are about: is see see. those mountains, you can climb them. And so he kind of made a joke about that: that it's truly like you can explore anywhere on the map. There's no boundaries, which, once again, very ambitious, very promising. Mm -hmm. Will it work? I don't know. We'll have to see. Um, Speaking of Todd Howard. You could see him in the background when, like, they went past the only award Starfield was announced was uh, nominated for and didn't win. He was so upset; it was so funny. Yeah. Well, maybe make just a more better a better RPG, game, a better game. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. What else got announced? I'm looking through Skull and Bones got a release date, which was very surprising considering how many times it's been delayed. I thought that was just a game that we would never hear about, but they were like, "Oh no, it's coming out." Yeah. And I was like, "What?" Uh, which is, I'm so, not going to play it. Once I don't again, think it's going to be Ubisoft, but sounds promising. Uh, if it's good, I might check it out. I love Pirates. I enjoy Sea of Thieves, and I just think that'll be definitively the better game, so <laughs> I'm just not going to play it in spite of that. I just saw this, but uh, Untitled Goose Game developers mm-hmm. are just doing it looks a awesome. new first-person like, so exploration game. It's so weird because it's like, weird, like the landscape and everything yeah, is really realistic, but then there's these like weird duck people. I don't, yeah. I don't know it looks very story. promising. They um, look like they're out of like Monument Valley. I don't know if you've yes. ever played that mobile game, but they look like the characters out yeah. of that. Um, very interesting. Uh, what else? I'm looking through here. Square Enix released and announced a new mana game, which I know you don't care about. That's a big yeah. deal. It's a fa- popular series. Um, what else? I'm looking through, guys. Give me a moment. Uh, there's some other good things. Hold on. Alan Wake 3. No. 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 Come on, man. Uh, the finals got announced. They got a released during it, so that was a big deal. Uh, oh, I remember now. Uh, Dead Cells and the Thumper uh, developers are releasing new games. Dead Cells. They're taking a new. Pr- it's not. It's, it's not Dead Cells. It's not Dead Cells, but yeah. it's a new. It's it's a roguelike, but I think it it's looks more. Cool. It's like more of the Hades style of combat, like where it's three D, mm-hmm. and it's that weird camera angle. And then, uh, Thumper's releasing. I think it's supposed to be a sequel called Thrasher. Um, which if you've ever have you ever played Thumper? I've not. It's this weird like rhythm game where you play as a beetle on like a roller coaster, and this one looks more. It just looks weird. So I'll be interested to see interesting. what they do with it. And then we got new uh, look at Suicide Squad killed the Justice League, which both of us are very excited about because yes. we're huge fans of the Arkham series. Mm-hmm. Um, we were really sad to see it get delayed and when they showed off that gameplay everyone was like this looks why is there a battle pass why is there a battle pass why is there live service so we're not sure if they're getting rid of that hopefully but, they will um yeah i just realized i'm wearing this sweatshirt you may have to blur that out the whole no, time I'm, anyway I'm don't sure. find that i'm taking this off <laughs> get i was worry. supposed to take this off Ugh. I was like, I'm going to take this off before the episode airs. And then I was looking at, and then I looked down. I was like, oh, yeah, I never took it off. <laughs> I, anyway, it should be if fine. If you want me to, I can, but I'm sure there's so many schools with yeah. Wildcats. Yeah. Don't. Plus, we leaked yeah. my school's name like two episodes ago. Did we actually? Yeah. I forgot about that. Just don't. No one will care. We'll just leave it out when we it's get not famous. Like we have, uh, yeah, yeah, of course. When we get when famous, we get famous, we'll, famous we'll, we'll burn that bridge when we get to it. Um, and in 50 years. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, is there anything else? It was a good show, though. Yeah, it was I a good really show. Really it. good announcements. I mean, not every announcement's a winner, you know, like a lot of announcements. I heard this from another uh, YouTuber doing like some video essay on Tears of the Kingdom. Apparently, there's no plans for a Tears of the Kingdom DLC. Yeah, there isn't. There's not. That's crazy. To I me. know, which is really sad. And I, I don't think it needs it, DLC, but I would have really liked a master mode. Yeah. Like the fact they didn't give us a master mode was really disappointing. Um, I'm sure they'll update it. I know, but Alan 2 has given... I think they gave us a new game plus. Oh. Which is exciting. So. Spider-Man 2 does not have a new game plus. It got delayed, didn't it? Oh, I don't I know. I think they're releasing it, but I think oh, it's okay. getting delayed. Um, I think I think some of the best new game plus was uh, Arkham's, where you got every item at the beginning, yeah. but it was just... You did not get the uh, indicator to counter mm-hmm. was the thing. You had to just... Which I actually just 100%ed Spider-Man 2 this a few days ago yes uh, and i was telling my dad this i was like yeah i think i figured out which one i like more between arkham or uh spider-man you like, like spider-man definitely definitely arkham actually oh really See, yeah I'm because arkham. yeah because i found myself playing through spider-man and with like some new suits you can feel more like batman oh and, and like, i kept trying cool. to like set up to be more batman like and then i found like this glitch on watching some youtube videos that uh you can change it to midnight all the time after you beat the game because uh, yeah. it's supposed to be daytime like afternoon yeah. uh when you beat the game forever yeah you're able to switch it to night like complete yeah. midnight which makes it feel a little more like batman and i'm like this yeah. is so much cooler we've talked about this i think they're both incredible games and they both do a really good job of making you uh-huh. feel like batman or spider-man or like you know they control you know it's yeah. a batman game and so they makes you center feel around like spider-man batman, and then it's a spider-man game and so i think they both do a really good job i'm just more of a fan of batman and i like you know, when you're in a stealth mission and it's like, you know, oh, you throw a distraction there and then those two guys go off and then you pick this one guy off. And there then, is... Um, and I think the AI in the Arkham games holds up insanely well. Yeah. Like the way the NPCs and the enemies, like, walk over here and they're like... And I don't know, I don't... I'm sure it's not actually that complex of a code, Probably but it not. still holds up the way they, like, get over here. They kind of talk to each other and then oh, spread yeah. out and they kind of start panicking. Well, the ones... In- well, do they have, I don't remember, in Arkham, do they, like, if they stop responding, do they go over there? What do you mean? Like, they'll they be notice, on radio. They notice, like, yeah, they'll do that where they're, like, someone they went down, and then they go over well. there, yeah. and, like, all of them will go over there and be like, oh, no, it's the bats, and then they'll all spit <laughs> out, which, I'm like, that is really good, and then they'll start, like, shooting the gargoyles and yeah. start freaking out. Um, which they don't do that in um, Spider-Man. They always just leave you alone yeah. if you're at the top. And they always added, like, really great, like... They always, in the stealth missions in Batman, because that's why I think the one reason Arkham holds it better is, like, I think Spider-Man and Arkham both have great beat-em-up segments, mm-hmm. but Spider-Man's stealth segments versus Batman's stealth segments, Arkham's stealth segments are so much better. 100%. You also, uh, you're just, like, in a black suit. You're just like, ah, nobody yeah. can see me in the shadows. It's so much cooler. Yeah. And you can throw smoke yeah. as well. I think Spider-Man's stealth segments are cool. It's Figured. just he's not built for... Stealth segments. That's why I prefer to play Miles, actually, is because you can turn him invisible. Oh, yeah. Those make it kind of interesting. That's It's so much fun. Because yeah. Miles is just a better character to play, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, I'm excited to play it. I haven't gotten to play it yet, very but cool. very excited. There's to actually... Too. So, they didn't do this in Arkham Knight. You know how like they introduced um, Nightwing and some other characters? I don't remember. Robin. And, yeah, yeah, in Arkham Knight. And in Spider-Man, if you're just going around the city, you know like the random like criminal activities... Yeah. You can go and like start fighting them or like 
you'll go there and they're already fighting someone. You're like, what in the world? You go down there, Miles is already fighting oh, them, or Peter's cool. already fighting them, and you're like, what are you doing here? It's like that's they cool. have banter yeah, between each other. That's actually really cool. Yeah, I wish you know. I think was it in Arkham City they did a DLC chapter where you got to play as Robin, and then of course you were some missions where you could play as Nightwing. I would love to get a Nightwing video game or like a Nightwing cool. solo that Arkham. That would be really thing, cool. But no. But we got that with Gotham Knights, technically. Which I never played. Yeah, never don't played, want to. Doesn't look good. <laughs> anyway, guys, uh, I think this is going to be our last episode of the year. Is it? So this is the okay. end. I don't think we'll do one before New Year's. Let me check. Uh, if it is, though. Um, actually. I'll yeah, I guess it is. So we'll anyway, the end of our very January first year 2nd. as a channel. Uh, thank you so much for being such so supportive. Yeah. All the viewers. Uh, it's been a great 2023. It's mm-hmm. been a great year to start. Uh, the channel talking about video games and movies and stuff. Uh, oh, yeah. Very exciting. Thank you all so much. Uh, thank you for staying till the end of the video. We know we can be a pain to listen to sometimes. <laughs> Um, I think this is just the beginning, honestly. I think there's a lot more to come with this channel. Just the beginning. I think All right. we have um, a lot more passionate ideas. Yes, we're very excited. Um, remember, stream on Wednesday. Stream on Wednesday. 6.30 or 7, I don't remember. 6.30 or 7. 6:30. Check our community post. It'll be uh, around that time. I'll post a five-minute warning. Yes. Uh, thank you so much, guys. Uh, subscribe if you want to. Subscribe uh, don't if you don't want to. Do whatever you want. Gotta stop asking them. I'm not asking them. I'm just saying you can. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, uh, have a great year. Uh, Happy holidays and happy New Year's, guys. See y'all. See y'all next year. Bye. Bye.